When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Long Acres Finance Channel. April showers bring May flowers. While the April market decline has shrunk our portfolio values, but we do get four new dividend kings in the month of May. It's wonderful news to hear that the list of the most elite dividend-paying stocks is expanding. I like to follow the SureDividend.com list of dividend kings that was updated on May 2nd and now includes a total of 44 companies. The four new additions this month are Illinois Toolworks, MSA Safety Corporation, Tenant Company, and Computer Services Incorporated. I thought it would be a good idea to take a closer look at each of these four new dividend kings to see if after 50 years of growing dividends, they still present a good investment opportunity today. So click that like button, subscribe to the channel, and let's dive in. Up first, we have Illinois Toolworks from my home state of Illinois. The company is a global manufacturer of industrial products, ranging from the automotive to the construction industry. Its headquarters are not too far from where I live, and I have actually driven past this place on a few occasions. But it's difficult to judge the quality of a business by how pretty its building is, so let's take a closer look at the financials. Total sales have remained flat over the past decade, oscillating between $12.6 billion and $14.9 billion, with the higher-end sales being from the prior 12 months, which is a positive sign. Bottom line earnings per share look a little nicer, as they have expanded from about $4 per share in 2012 to a little over $8 per share more recently. There are two drivers for stronger bottom line growth compared to flat top-line revenues. The first is a reduction in the cost of revenue and operating expenses. The operating income for ITW increased by a little more than $1 billion between 2012 and 2021. The second factor is a reduction of the shares outstanding from approximately $473 million to $315 million. The first factor is more difficult to continue for an extended period of time. There's only so much optimization and cost cutting you can do. And the same goes for buying back shares, which eats away at free cash flow. Although the free cash flow for ITW remains strong and has positively increased on a per share basis during the last decade. At some point, Illinois Toolworks will need to see revenue growth to continue growing shareholder value. Fortunately for long-term shareholders, analysts are forecasting positive revenue growth for the company over the next few years. Fiscal 2022 revenue is forecast just shy of $16 billion, which would be a 10% increase over 2021, and more modest 4 and 3% increases for the following two years, bringing total revenues above $17 billion by 2024. Bottom line earnings per share growth is forecasted to be a little stronger than top line growth as it will likely be amplified by continued share buybacks and increased operating efficiency. Long-term debt has risen from about $4.5 billion to $7 billion over the past decade, which isn't overly concerning. The net debt-to-capital ratio, while elevated, has slowly trended downward since 2018. I think Illinois Toolworks is a fine business that has been around for over 100 years with a competent management team, and they should fare just fine in the future. Let's take a quick look at the dividend history. The company pays a quarterly dividend of $1.22 during the first month of each quarter. This gives them an annual payout of $4.88 per share and a dividend yield of about 2.38%. They are set to raise their dividend in October of this year, and we should find out by August what the new dividend rate will be. Last year, ITW raised its dividend by 7%, which is pretty average and weaker than the trailing 5-year dividend growth rate of 14%. The company has a very fast dividend growth rate of 13% over the past 20 years. Based on dividend yield theory, the stock looks somewhat attractive as the current dividend yield of 2.38% is better than the 5-year average of 2.27%. The forward P.E. ratio of 21.9 also sits below the 5-year average of 22.6. The stock is down nearly 20% this year through April, which is worse than the S&P. The 1, 3, and 5-year annualized returns are also weaker than the S&P, 
but if we look out further to a 10-year holding period, shares of ITW did offer about 2% of annual alpha over the broad market. The second new dividend king is MSI Safety Incorporated, and they are a global manufacturer and supplier of safety products for a broad range of industries. The company has been around for more than 100 years, as it was founded in 1914 and is based out of Pennsylvania. Total sales have been on a slow but upward trajectory, increasing from $1.11 billion to $1.42 billion during the last decade. Bottom line earnings per share follow a similar trend, but rose sharply between 2016 and 2019. This growth in earnings is not linked to a buyback program, as the count of outstanding shares has increased from $37 million to $39.5 million over the last 10 years. Free cash flow per share looks decent, and has remained consistently above the dividend rate with the exception of 2015. Long-term debt has fluctuated between $200 and $500 million, but remains at a manageable level, as indicated by the net debt-to-capital ratio that currently sits below 0.4. In terms of dividend history, MSA announced its latest dividend increase of 4.5% this month, raising its dividend from $0.44 cents to $0.46 cents per share. The latest dividend increase was slower than the 5-year average that sits at 6%, and significantly lower than the 20-year average of 12%. The current dividend yield of about 1.52% is in line with the stock's 5-year average, implying shares are reasonably valued today. The forward P.E. ratio of 23 is slightly below the trailing 5-year average of 23.8. MSA is also down nearly 20% this year and 24% over the trailing 12 months. The stock has underperformed the S&P return during the last 10 years, and even more so recently. While I believe it's a good business with a very long and strong history, I am not overly confident it will outperform the S&P 500 in the future. Up next we have Tenant Company that builds and sells floor cleaning equipment globally. You're likely to see their floor sweepers and scrubbers in large retail stores, office buildings, schools, and stadiums. Top-line revenue for the company has grown from $740 million in 2012 to $1.09 billion in 2021. Bottom-line growth has generally trended upward as well, increasing from $2.08 per share to $3.95 per share. The outstanding share count declined between 2012 and 2017, but has since increased by about 1 million shares. Long-term debt was quite low between 2012 and 2016. In 2017, the company took on about $300 million of additional debt that has since been paid down and sits around $260 million right now. The net debt-to-capital ratio is currently a comfortable 0.31, as compared to 0.59 five years ago. Tenant currently pays a quarterly dividend of $0.25 cents per share. Its latest dividend increase of 8.7% was announced in October of 2021. This was a high increase compared to the trailing 5-year average that is a rather low 3%. The past 20-year average dividend increase is also rather low at just 4%. The current dividend yield of about 1.61% is above the trailing 5-year average of 1.25%, implying shares may be undervalued at the moment. The company also has a low forward P.E. ratio of 13.7, compared to its 5-year average of 26.2. Like the prior two dividend kings, Tenon is down about 20% this year, and about 17% during the past 12 months. Long-term results have been rather weak as well, with a negative 5-year annualized return, and a 10-year annualized return of less than half of the S&P. Even though Tenant earns the status of a dividend king, its return and dividend history do not reflect one of an elite dividend stock. Both the total return and dividend income come up short to SPY on a long-term basis. And last but not least, we have Computer Services that provides a wide range of services for financial institutions. Top-line revenue has grown year-over-year for the last decade, with bottom-line earnings per share experiencing the same growth trend. Shares outstanding have been reduced from $29.6 million in 2012 to $27.6 million last year. The company has generated ample free cash flow year-over-year. Although the free cash flow payout ratio has crept up and currently sits at nearly 70%. On a more positive note, the company carries no long-term debt and has remained debt-free for most of the past decade. They currently pay a quarterly dividend of $0.27 per share, but are due to announce their next dividend increase sometime in July. Last year, the dividend was bumped up by 8%, which was below the trailing 5-year dividend growth rate of 14%. The stock currently offers a dividend yield of 2.18%, that is better than its trailing 5-year average of 1.98%. 
implying shares may be undervalued. Since computer services trades over the counter, I cannot use Portfolio Visualizer to obtain its historical return, but Seeking Alpha does provide return data for the stock. Year-to-date it is down 10.5%, which is better than the 15.5% loss for the S&P. The stock did underperform the broad market over the past 12 months, but has kept up pace over a 3-year time frame and offered strong alpha over a longer 5-year period. The company has seen a growing demand for its services and management expects this growth to continue in the future. I think it's a well-run business that has and should continue to offer good results. The one caveat is that the stock trades on the OTC and has rather low volume. I would suggest for any interested investors to familiarize themselves with trading pink sheet stocks prior to initiating a position. The intraday price may be more volatile than normal, although in today's market most stocks are swinging wildly on a daily basis it seems. There you have it, 4 new dividend kings to choose from in May of 2022. I hope you enjoyed the video, if you did please give it a like and subscribe to the channel. Thank you for watching and see you next time.